0: This Torah class is brought to you by torahanytime.com. dot com. Parshas Bamidbar Tavshin The source now starting the Sefer B'amidvar. The Parsha B'amidvar begins with counting Klai Yisrael, and then tells us how we traveled in the Midbar. The beginning of Perek Beis, Middavreshon Moshev Larnlemar, Yisrael Diglu Beosu LeBeisav Osa Yachav Vanei The Klai Yisrael traveled each one according to their flags. Every Shaved had their own flag, and that is how he traveled around the Mishkan. We know, for example, Shaved Yisachar had a flag that was blue and black, and on there was the the moon and the the sun and the moon. Zvulun traveled with a white flag with a ship on it. Why did Zvulun have a ship on it? So we know that Zvulun was a sea merchant, they would work on the sea. It's interesting that because they worked on the sea, that's where they had their flag, the ships, and they would take this money that they made, and they would support their brother, Yisachar. And that was the Yisachar's will and partnership. The Svarim asked that being somebody who works on the sea, a sailor, is a very difficult work. It's hard, it's difficult. Why would a Kaddish Baruch make it that these people are working so hard to take their money and support their brother in learning, why do they have to work so hard? Why didn't Hashem make it that they can go and have a company and make a lot of money and to support their brother that way? Why did Hashem make it that they have to work so hard and then take that money, support their brothers, and yet work so hard for that? Rodolfo Feinstein explains that the Gemara tells us in Kedushin, all the way to the end of Kedushin, on Pei Be'ezam and Aleph, that a sailors were like Hasidim. Why are they chasidim? Why are they so righteous? Why are they so pious? So Rashi explains, Sheparshin Lamachim Hasakana. They would go out to dangerous places on the high seas. It's very dangerous. And they're constantly in terror. They're nervous. What's going to be? And therefore they're constantly diving to Hashem. Therefore sailors, sailors are always close to Hashem. He explains with David Feinstein, when someone makes a lot of money, and he gives money to poor people. See, he feels like he's doing them the biggest favor. Explains with David Feinstein, what Knesser Baruch wanted is for wealthy people to realize that they are simply bankers. They are intermediaries. They are messengers. Hashem is giving them the money to give out, because if a person looks at it, I'm giving away my own money, it becomes difficult to give away the money. But if they look at themselves, and they are somebody who Knesser Baruch entrusted with the money to give out it's much easier to give out. Therefore, Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted the people from Shevet Zulan to have a close connection to Hashem. And therefore, He gave them that trade of being sailors, so they should go and become chesidim and have that close trust to the Vayishleil. Because it's so important for a person to realize when they give tzedakah, to realize that they are simply a messenger of Kodesh Baruch Hu. There's a tremendous asking about tzedakah named Shlemi Gross, who was nifter a few years ago. And not only did he give out stock when people came to him, but he stretched out opportunities to give out staka in all ways, and to all people. He had some friends who were not well off, and when they would make chasnas, he would help them out. He once had a friend who was making a chasna. It wasn't his first chasna. And Shlemi Gross approaches him a few days before the chasna and says, Look, what's going to be? How are you making this wedding? And the fellow hey, had no choice. He says, Shlemi, what should I tell you? I don't have any money to make the chasna. So Shemi said, don't worry, I'm going to come to the chasna hall with some money. He came to the chasna hall with some money. He put together some checks from other people, and he himself gave him $5,000. And together they paid for most of the chasna. And of course the fellow was very, very grateful and very happy. He was able to pay for his chasna and enjoy the chasna. A few years later, this fellow's fortune turned, and he was a little more comfortable with his parnasal. And then it came the night that Shlemy Gross was making a chasna. So this fellow decided he's going to go and pay back Shlemy Gross. Give him back the money. He took $5,000 in cash, put it in a bag. He came to the chasna. And in the beginning of the chasna, he went over to the office, to the caterer. And he said, I'm a close cousin of Shlemy Gross's. And here's money to pay, to help pay for his bill. And he gave him the $5,000. The next morning... The fellow's in his house and the doorbell rings. He opens it up and Shlemi Gross is standing there. He looks and says, Shlemi, what are you doing here so early in the morning? You just made a chasna last night. Shlemi Gross doesn't say a word. He takes the bag. He says, is this your bag? So he looks at it and he makes as if he doesn't know what he's talking about. He says, I don't know. I don't know what it means. He says, you gave this bag to the caterer to pay for my chasna? So again, the fellow, the fellow played dumb. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. So Shlomi Gross puts his hand in his pocket pulls out a picture He says, I got this from the video camera in the man's office He said, you gave him this money The fellow nothing to say Shlomi goes, takes the bag and says Here, take it, it's your money So the fellow looks at Shlomi And he says, in all seriousness He says, tell me Shlomi, How did you feel When you found out somebody paid for your Hasna? So Shlemy said, I felt horrible So the fellow says, that's right, horrible that's how people feel when people have to go and ask people for money for their wedding. And even if the people give them the money with all the covet in the world, nobody likes to have to take stock up. And therefore you should go, you should be zekhashvaymi to continue to help many, many people and help them the way you help them. But I want you to keep this money. And I want you to, every time you give out the money, to know how it feels, the people who are receiving the money. As much as the covet that you can give it, the people have a hard time receiving it because no one likes to receive tzedakah. Keep that in mind. Shlomi took the money and he kept it. But more importantly, he kept that lesson with him forever. Every time he gave the money, he made the people receiving the money feel as if they were the ones doing Shlomi that favor. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.